Growing up with a cane pole in his hand Like a fool to dream sitting down by the street The leads him to the corpus play Give him a shotgun to please his mind Give them quite a few reasons to fly Living in the city just ain't for me I wanna go back to the country Take me to Texas I wanna go down that open road Take me to Texas I wanna see how far this country goes Take me to Texas I wanna go down that open road Take me to Texas I wanna see how far this country goes Fill up your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away, if you're going, leave the sinking ship behind. Come on around. Let's do this. Can you both see me all right? Am I uh, visible by you? Both? Hard to miss you. <laughs> it's the Outdoor Zone. We're live in the bunkhouse this morning. Good morning. That could have sounded really sweet. It's hard to miss you, Beefsteak. <laughs> yeah, whoa, I like it. All right. Like, it's hard to miss you, Beefsteak. Wow, uh, he sounds crazy there. <laughs> well, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch where we get together here every Sunday morning, 7 to 9, to bring you the Outdoor Zone. I'm TJ Graney. That is Cody Ryan. Good morning. And Beefsteak is obviously in the house. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Road Rash is the guy that gets here. He's the ranch hand that gets here early and makes sure the gate gets open and the old pot belly stove gets cranked up and... He is here this morning. That's why we're on the air. Kung Fu Master. And twist wires where the rats chew them up. He Foil was, on the He was wire, breaking, breaking metal coat some boards back there in the back this morning. Did you see that, Cody? I didn't. I didn't. What? He was breaking boards. Like Kung Fu fighting? Yeah. What? So the weather looks like it's going to be good out there. Somebody has this morning been getting some rest. <laughs> I I'm all cleared up, man. Watch out! I antibiotics and everything. I <clears throat> I wish the uh, weather had been uh, a little bit nicer the last few days. Of course, it's yeah, sixty. It was nice where right I, now. It's nice where it's beautiful. It's I guess not being on the water. Been and having to chip ice off of everything. To start it did out your snow day. this week, just for one morning. It snowed. What? What was there? Ice and snow and stuff where you work, honey? No, the, no snow, but uh, sleet. We got a bunch. Yeah, of sleet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was. There was a. I guess you call it snow or whatever, but they yeah. postponed school for an hour. Did they and, really? No, not. Did they do it here? I don't know if no. it was here or not. I know they no. did it at, at in El Paso and some other places it was you know you know how they are around yeah here. but i said the day like, before oh my was gosh, 70 might... and so the ground was 
yeah, it, way warm, and everything just melted as soon as it touched the ground. So, well, when I went out in the morning, it was there was some accumulations, but it not was on the quickly ground. gone. Yeah, yeah, quickly yeah, yeah. gone. And uh, but anyway, it was nice to have some weather like that. Just a little passing for for me. Anyway, I didn't have to be on a boat. You or can anything. wear sixty. You can wear shorts today. I know it's great. Yeah, I great. guess. The only problem with not having a winter is they say without a winter, you're uh, the insects that need to be frozen off, killed, and die. Unbelievable! Yesterday, I get home. I'm, we'll talk more about some of the stuff I was doing, but we get. I get home, and the girls, my wife and my daughter, are in the driveway, and I'm like, oh watch out there's mosquito landed on my daughter's cheek it's february <laughs> yeah wow yeah that's huh. so that's why it's supposed to freeze uh you need a good hard freeze to kill some of that stuff off that and scorpions yep if it could freeze for like i don't know just turn like uh 20 degrees for like 30 minutes and then warm back up to 60 on both sides, I'd be all right. <laughs> no, it just freeze from like, well, if it's from midnight, if it's at night, then you got to worry about pipes and all that stuff yeah, while yeah, you're yeah. asleep. So I just need like, get down to 29. Come I on. I just need like an hour because I don't need it to mess up fishing or any of that anymore. Fishing season has begun. It's time to go catch them now, bub. Well, you, you hope catching season has begun. Yes. So there's still some, there's still some, uh, some hunting on some MLD stuff. I still got some MLD tags out there that are usable. We still got those blinds up in uh, Blanco. I drove. I told. I them. drove by there. I drove to Fredericksburg yesterday, and really? uh, saw saw the turnoff for Blanco and thought, man. Hmm. Well, and I saw a dead axis doe on the side of the road. Oh, they're just waiting. They are just waiting for us, TJ, to go out there. I didn't know. I didn't know the hill country was in a drought. Did you? Do you know that? Yeah, the hill country's in a drought. Major mm-hmm. drought. I didn't Six know that. Six months they hadn't had any yeah. rain. Where we were hunting the weekend before in Edwards County, you know, by Junction. Uh huh. They're they're worried that it's not going to come back again. They're uh, they're going. It doesn't look good for the rest of this uh, whole season. And a lot of people are confused whether they're having they have oak wilt or some of their oaks are dying or you know some of those confusions. Right. Well, I know up. that I know that out at Mobley Ranch, the KOZ Mobley Ranch in Bryan College Station, a couple of years ago for the drought, he lost a ton of his oak trees. You know, some of them lived, some of them didn't, but it it killed oak trees because those, of the drought. Get rid of those cedar. They I know. That, well, five times the amount of water. Well, I've, it's interesting. I've, I think I've talked about it here, but uh, I had a buddy that went to a, you know, how to take care of your ranch mm. class or whatever. And he said it's, they say don't, you know, don't go in and just chop all your cedar trees out either because then it changes all your stabilization, yeah, your water erosion. level, erosion. I mean, yeah. you got all these major problems and did they bring Some those cedars ce- good did that cedar did they originally bring cedar in for erosion is that what 
Do you That's know? my understanding, yeah. That like, particular kind. Like kudzu and all that stuff mm-hmm. in Georgia, the vines and stuff that's in Georgia. That's a little more excessive. The kudzu is everywhere. Yeah, it's I mean, terrible. that's as massive like bamboo. But yeah, I I, I understand Russia. that it was for... Russia brought it in. It was for erosion. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. Oh, gosh. It's probably Trump's fault that we have cedar trees. Uh, it's Obama. Obama did it. <laughs> <laughs> they brought in cedar trees and cedar allergies. So uh, speaking of that, have do you guys uh, and Road Rash? You can chime in on this. Uh, do you guys have like an allergy thing that you do? Do you have like a, a oh, wife yeah. a home home cure or something that you do that? Um, I think one of the things that I've recognized over the last couple of years, and maybe it's been forever. I don't know, but uh, nose sprays. People are just caught up with. You got to be careful which ones. That stuff's addicting. No, only mm. some of them are. Not all of them are. Well, but over the counter stuff can. Yeah. Are, is this an intervention? Do we need to talk a little bit? No, no, DJ no, 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 no. I, no. I, I use this. I, I, I use one. Saying, I use a Flonase, and it's it's not the addictive kind or whatever but there's yeah when i lay down at night and i all of a sudden can't breathe you know everything locks up in your head and yeah no i don't i don't do any of that my wife uh does the uh, little kettle pot thing where you pour oh, it yeah. in your that is gruesome Sandra, I mean, it's like a medieval yeah, type nasty. of thing man you pour it in one nostril and it runs out oh, the other that's that's disgusting. and you're like where is it going? You're not supposed what? to put chemicals that close to your brain. Well, it's just hot like water, it. I think. It's you water, know? Yeah. It's not just water. Chemicals. It's well, it's H2O. Salt water. It's some kind of saline. Well, yes, and you uh-huh. can buy that machine that you just stick up to your nose and just... Hello, <laughs> <laughs> brain matter comes out. I yeah. Don't, yeah, see? All you're doing is eroding that I think Jethro Tull direct- sings about that. Oh, no, that's your lung. Oh. oh man! Well, speaking of lungs, I feel better. Can you tell? Yeah, you I'm sound better. You, last week you were here. You sound better, and then you ended up and uh, you back down you, again, you right? Because better. of you, Cody. I believe I'm going to blame it all on you. But that, they found out my back was feeling better now. I don't have any more sciatic pain, and so they found out the, your back was that's yes, from told, yoga. <laughs> I told it's them, from yoga. My moga. So what they did is they clicked it up three notches, and I am sore. Sore, sore. Can you do that thing where you stand on one leg and you fold the other one up to your... The dog peeing uh, position? No? Is that... I'm pretty sure that's pee? not what it... I'm Lift sure your leg and the Sasquatches. I don't know where you go, but... Yeah, anyways, I, they, they, they said, oh, you're feeling better. I'm going to go click, 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 and we're going to move up, and I am sore. I am regretting telling them that I feel better. No, you got to do that. You got to be truthful. That's what helps... In your healing process, being truthful so with yourself, us, your body, and your doctors. <laughs> wow. Wow. Where'd that come from? That was pretty That's solid, why right Cody's gynecologist. Be true to yourself. Be true to Is yourself. Is that what you say to your gynecologist? That's not. That's so, not very nice. I, uh, so the nasal better. sprays I'm gonna hurt his are back. good, but I can tell, I can tell when... Uh, the molds are up because I get groggy and and tired, and I think it's an effect of allergic. I think it's an allergic. I think it's an allergic reaction to uh, the molds or something. I mean, but I don't remember people 
20 years ago going, ow, my allergies. Well, what he, they told me what happens is you get that antihistamine, makes everything run down into your lungs. You start coughing, you may get bronchitis, then it may go acute, then it may turn into pneumonia because it just is all that gunk that gets nasty right. well, in your gross. lungs. I have allergies, yes. Mold and cedar affect me. Well, they look at your eyes. You look like you're uh, stoned right now, man. You're going... I have I, my allergies. Well, that my CBD allergies. oil is. <laughs> <laughs> I rub CBD oil all over my face. No, I. You don't have any idea. None. Neither one of you could hang. Road Rash maybe could hang. Actually, he could hang. He'd he'd be like chipper. Oh chipper, God! Here it chipper comes. over here. Here it comes. Okay. No, I just haven't. I mean, I've been running hard the last several days and. So I saw anyway. I saw you were on TV again, or they were uh, d- shooting a movie about you. Is that what? It yeah, is? we did a commercial shoot for a couple of days. Well, and congratulations! I had to drive north of Houston. That was pretty cool. That's <clears throat> always then, good to know. Life and times of uh, the had to famous come back. Had a fish Cody bass Ryan. champs yesterday. We'll talk a little bit about fishing. On the flip side, we've got Bassmaster event going on. Man, they canceled the first two days. Two days. Yeah, it was rowdy. But uh, we'll talk a little fishing. They're going on the flip into side. Monday. I'll give you a local fishing report and what's going on around the state. Get all that and more right here on the number one outdoor radio show in Texas. Catch us 24 7, 365, theoutdoorzone.com. Hey. American Blood Brothers, this is Ted Nugent on the Outdoor Zone, live from the bunkhouse with my blood brother, TJ. Whack them and stack them, would you? All right, welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone, live in the bunkhouse. Catch us 24-7, 365 on all the social media and network stuff the um spotify and itunes itunes and the outdoor zone on facebook and the outdoor zone on uh the internet on the web archery country whether you're an avid bow hunter chasing elk whitetail bear game around the world archery country is the place to get your gear the staff and owners at Archery Country are not part-time shooters. They're avid bow hunters and 3D shooters that hunt and compete. Find all the gear, targets, arrows, and accessories you need on-site and available for professional installation every day. They're at 8121 Research Boulevard, um, AustinArcheryCountry.com. You can track them there for all with all the details, AustinArcheryCountry.com. At Archery Country, that's our buddies over at Archery Country. Love it. Now it's time for this uh, week's fishing report. <laughs> Need something to get that going. Uh, very distracted this morning. I apologize in advance. Bassmaster Elite Series tournament going on down at the St. John's River in Florida and uh, in Palatka. Florida is where they're going out of, and I'm. Um, New name is Windy River. Pretty much stuck on watching this Bassmaster live. So y'all have a good show. <laughs> Enjoy your time. Are they launch? They're oh, oh they're, they're already done. launched. They're yeah, fishing, they're on the baby. They fishing. Yeah, they fishing. Uh, 
Our buddy Clark Winlet's <clears throat> in third place. Sitting nice. there today. Come so, on, uh, Clark. Good start. Hometown boy. Hometown Texas boy here from Central Texas. But, uh, yeah, first two days of the Bassmaster Elite Series canceled. It's the first time ever, I guess. So, uh, I, I mean, I'm thinking it's the first time ever. I know they've canceled days here and there. But two, the first two days of the first tournament of the year due to extreme crazy winds. And, I, I mean, I can... I can relate. We were out there uh, the Thursday on a private lake, 28-mile to 30-mile-an-hour gust. It was uh, it was rough. Went to both of you. Neither one of you. I lost them both. I'm talking fishing. Okay, They're yeah, both go gone. ahead. No, both no, gone. No. Nobody wants to hang out I... with me. Poop. Went to a private lake north of Houston, a buddy's uh, private lake. We did some filming for a commercial. Um, that was cool. Your boat it was, it is was looking fun. good, brother. Yeah. I like it. It's not uh, wrapped yet, right? No, but, yeah, pre-wrap, which was good. I mean, it's better for commercials. They don't do wrap boats and commercials. So it was uh, it was fun to work with those guys. Man, those guys are good. That's a, a, a crew that goes all over the world uh, for some extreme... You know, I mean, they're clients. I, I can't talk about the one we were filming, and I don't know that I'm supposed to talk about any of the other ones they've done or whatever. You know, I don't know what all that the stuff is. The largest outdoor products, the manufacturers of the popular products or who they're filming their yeah, I mean, stuff. It, this happened to be a fishing product. And this was all, you know, they, they film all over and uh, just an awesome group that uh really puts out some so, cool stuff what, so they're a lot of fun a lot what, of fun what you surprises know? you the most though when you're out there doing that what's the hardest thing what what surprises you when you're they're, they're filming are you you just go normal or do you have to do retakes all the time or what's depends the hardest on, part it depends on what you're doing when you're filming so like you'll have uh um and and i need to get them on the show really is what i need to do <clears> because <throat> they were pretty their feelings were hurt that i hadn't had them on the show yet um, because <laughs> we'll, we'll we had filmed with them before, you know, so they're well, I mean, and they're buddies. So it was, it was, it was. I mean, nothing's really surprising, I guess. Well, I mean, so normally all we see is the end. Like we right. we, we imagine I'll that they you. just follow you around and boom, it's done. No, no, and I'll tell you the uh, the level. I mean, they're true artists, right? So they have a vision of the way the light's supposed to hit the camera or the way the light's supposed to hit the water or come through the trees. I mean, they have a complete script, a storyboard that they're following, mm -hmm. you know. Of, and and so, it could be a 30-second commercial, and, it, you know, and they're, they have each, and it could be a half-a-second clip that they know that they are going to slide in right here of the real turning or, you know, all of those parts and pieces. Well, yeah. no, you don't do it in slow, you know, but they, they do all that stuff. But, right. You know, like the water droplets, you know, they're like, oh, we got water droplets coming off that one, <laughs> you know, and it's like, that's well, and what that I'm looking 4K for. Well, and that 4K and that high-res stuff now, those little things, those little so, elements are even more. Let me, so these guys are the guys that um, you did the commercial with last year. And that commercial was the number one outdoor commercial that got the Moose Award at the Outdoor Channel, and yeah, it got huge award. I mean, it was a it was, huge deal. Yeah. They won. Yeah, and I thought that was pretty cool that 
you know, you were, were part of that whole yeah. thing. And yeah, my four, I, I I was joking with them. I told them that was my four seconds of fame. <laughs> well, it well, was a, it was a big deal. Yeah, it's I mean, true, in the though, industry, right? in the industry, yeah, that's a big deal. They they fight for that stuff. That's oh, a, that's a game changer as far as you know, making and breaking a career and longevity and a crew and, and a company yeah. that's filming that stuff. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, so it's a big deal. That was that was cool. They did win an award for the last time uh, we worked together. So. Uh, I wouldn't expect anything less on this one. No, <laughs> we went to uh, moving on Bass Champs. Bass Champs started their Central Division <clears throat> Series uh, yesterday on Lake Belton. An absolute brutal tournament. Why? It's because it's Belton. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we joke about it. You know, I, I joke about Belton. Usually, usually it's like hard to catch a keeper. You know, you might catch. 20 fish, but you only caught two keepers. You're like, ah, oh, Belton's terrible. It's really tough. No, it's hard to catch a fish on Belton right now. And uh, don't know why. It's been great, actually, the last several years. We've always caught fish. Uh, 14 pounds wins Belton yesterday. Nine pounds to get paid hmm. is all it took. Uh, we had four fish for seven and a half. That really hurts. Uh, being, uh, you know, we one were, fish out. Well, yeah, one keeper, and you're in the money. So, uh, 180, 170 something boats yesterday. Golly, it was uh, <laughs> a great turnout uh, for Bass Champs coming up. Two weeks, I'll be going back down to Amstead, our first Amstead trip of the year. It's, I may go down next week. I thought it was Amistad. I call it Amstead. Okay. Amstead. It is Amistad. You like that place. That's your magic, I right? love. I've made, it's I, Manchaka. No, it's Manchak, man. Men. Menchak. Yeah, Amstead is, uh, is got, uh, I'm, a, I'm a huge fan. So, looking forward to going down there. I'll give you a report next week. I'm going to try and go, maybe the end of this week, go down there and do a little reconnaissance trip a little practice down at lake amstead so looking forward to that man the weather you know if it holds up and it's nice and warm and that water's clear down there those fish might be getting a little frisky moving up to the bank saying what up girl and uh (laughs) big ones following the males you know like hey wait up for me and uh it may be a slug fest here in two weeks on lake amstead well it'd be it'd be good to get into one of those because it's been a while I, well, look, look, I don't mind a tough tournament. Yesterday, an absolute brutal tournament. I know, but it's just, it's a lot more fun when you're putting some weight in the boat. Well, like, eh, say you should fish I, with Don. Who? <laughs> <laughs> Beefsteak. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, the uh, I, the thing about a tough tournament that I always say is, is it's, it's a lot easier. Those are the ones to win. It's a lot easier to win a tournament that's brutally tough than when everybody's putting thirty when pounds everybody from Falcon. Comes, yeah, like yeah. LBJ. The last several years, you roll in with seventeen pounds on your best five fish. I mean, that's you know you're averaging eighteen point. eighteen point pounds, and you're not getting paid. Falcon several years ago, Slugfest. It was a three fish tournament. I had nineteen and a half pounds with three fish. Yeah, I wow. know. I remember that. And did not get paid. <laughs> yeah. It took 21 pounds, a seven-pound average. 
Seven pound average. Wow. <sighs> All right, I digress. Uh, big bash yesterday on Belton, uh, just under six pounds. That's kind of that's not very big either for Belton. I mean, they had a Sherlunker two years two. What is that? Two years ago, Sherlunker weighed in in a tournament. Wow. So. Hmm. Uh, I, I don't know what's up. I don't know. Share, maybe one just fish the weather. One share lunker yesterday would have. You would have been one share one thirteen pounder yesterday would have had you in third place. So, yeah, third Amazing. place. <laughs> so it's uh yeah it's fishing tough, um, but uh, you know, there's there's fish to be caught. So. It's fishing season. That's all I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, you're just getting it rolling. Bassmaster Live That's on all. Bassmaster.com. Check that out, too. It's going on all day. Yep. The bass nerd in the room, whoever that might be, is mm-hmm. distracted by live fishing on his phone right here in front of us. Sun Automotive. Everybody at some point is going to have, their vehicle, have to have their vehicle repaired, and it can be hard to find a mechanic you trust. Use our friends at Sun Automotive. Each and every person at Sun Automotive works hard to demonstrate that they take pride in what they do, and they want to be the place you bring your vehicle anytime it needs scheduled maintenance or repairs. You can find them all over Central Texas, our family locations at 405 West Slaughter Lane. There's one at 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park, one at 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgia, Town in Lakeway, 1206 Ranch Road 620. Sun Automotive Service is where we go. SunAutoService.com for all the details. And you can track them on Facebook and get a lot of cool uh, tips, travel tips and auto tips there. News of the Weird Game Warden Field Notes. All your favorites up next. Don't want to miss it. It's the number one outdoor radio show in Texas. Catch us 24-7, 365 at TheOutdoorZone.com. Foxworthy, and you're listening to two of my favorite rednecks, TJ and Cody, on the Outdoor Zone. Uh, welcome back. Make your voice heard and stand out from the crowd in a new Honda Accord during the President's Day sales event at your Central Texas Honda dealers. So get where you're going. With a deal you'll like and a Honda you'll love. The 2020 Honda Accord is again KBB.com's best buy of 2020 in the midsize car category. From your local Central Texas Honda dealers online at CentralTexasHondaDealers.com. Get where you're going in a Honda. For more information, visit Kelly Blue Book's KBB.com. Kelly Blue Book is registered trademark. Kelly Blue Book Company Incorporated. All right. Welcome back, regulators. You're tuned into the Outdoor Zone, number one outdoor radio show right here on the Outdoor Zone Radio Network, available live here on Sundays, uh, 7 to 9, or 24-7-365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Now it's time for your News of the Weird. Huh? Wild, weird, strange, and crazy things can happen in the outdoors. We seek them out and bring them to you each and every week. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's Outdoor News of the Weird. As an Australian man moved a gigantic python away from his house, the animal puked up its last meal, which happened to be another python. The consumed python appeared to be even fatter than the one that it ate, but measured about the same length, about 11 and a half to 13 feet. 
Um, one python was able to consume the other by forcing its prey spinal column into a wave shape. The folding action squashes the animal fit the predator's snake's stomach, similar to how people squish bulky clothes into a small suitcase. Or me with Twinkies. and uh, Into your mouth. Smashing <laughs> seven packages bu- at uh, one time. Our listener, Dan Cook, in West Virginia said that one of the reasons they need freezing there is because um, to kill yellow jackets. And I noticed that, so in back behind my house where my grill is, I have an open kind of cover. It's just kind of like a carport thing, mm-hmm. kind of the man area. It's like a man. yellow jacket. It is a yellow jacket haven. But yeah. when I when I turn on the light back there and spark up the grill, even when it's cold out right now, they kind of come out of the cracks oh, yeah. of the rafters, and they they're they're kind of lethargic and they just fall down and they kind of right. fall around mm-hmm. it is like don't leave your shirt collar open oh yeah they'll fall right in your have shirt you ever collar been hit by, have you ever been attacked i haven't by been bees? attacked by have. yellow jackets necessarily um uh, we had a old, plenty of times where we had an old farm implement that was in the back by a fence and in the weeds are like, go get that beefsteak. Well, not beefsteak back then, but you know. <laughs> little be- little, little Donnie. Cube steak, pork <laughs> chop. <laughs> kind and, of pork uh, chop. And so I pull it out and inside the wheel on those old hubs, inside the wheel they had built a great big nest. And they came after me. Oh my Lord, I started running. Yellow jackets? Oh yeah. Yeah. Big time, really. And, uh, they were they had caught my T-shirt, and they were trying to sting me, and they were caught in my T-shirt, and they were hanging out. I got seven stings on the back, on my back. I was pulling up, go, you know, where you run and you're screaming and you're twisting around and you're trying to figure out how to get them off your back. It's terrible, man. I don't know if you ever. Well, I know the that- most insidious sound is a bee buzzing around your head, like bam, bam. Because they just run into you like little, what are those Japanese fighters that would, kamikazes? The uh, I, the red yeah. ones are the ones that I, they get me like bad, like I swell That's up. That's a wasp. Well, that it? is, so you had that water thing behind your house, and we were over there that one day and lifted up the lid, and it was just full of those red ones. Water softener, yeah, that I told you that's full of... Uh huh. Wasp, don't open that. And so I and, opened it to and see. And my him. wife was, my wife was like, I want to get in it. I want to see what's in. It. I'm like, don't open that right now. Don't touch it. Don't open it. I walk off, and they you and my wife it. are over there conspiring. And then yes, I knew what was in there. Don't open it. Oh. I was planning my attack. I'm waiting for a cold morning to go in there with so. kerosene and a lighter and <laughs> and it's right next to my daughter's room so i'm waiting for her to be gone for whatever reason i mean i had the whole thing planned out now well, they're all it, disturbed it was uh wow and uh, the ones that the ones that you really got to worry about now i think i mean yeah you can the yellow jackets you could lift up uh, crawl under a bush you could do any yeah. of that stuff but uh i think the ones especially you now out at the farm and stuff you got to look out for those aggressive honeybee ones the those killer bees from they don't brazil up. or whatever oh, those are they'll everywhere. chase you for a mile yeah 
ground. Well, didn't you guys run into them in your tractor while y'all were mowing a field one day or something? Uh, no, I mean I've had a ground wasp yeah. or whatever. Yeah, gra- those are pretty. Those are aggressive. Those suckers. Yeah, those are bad. I remember years ago. I remember years ago driving down to Falcon and the we boxes. saw and we saw those little boxes the hanging from blue the trees. Ones. Yeah. And we were like, what are those things? Because we started because we'd never seen them. I mean, all the times we'd been down there, we'd never seen South them. South Texas, yeah. Yep. And then we started seeing them, and we thought, well, you know, and finally we found out from somebody that those were boxes where they'd capture them. And so as they moved forward into the states, into Texas, they'd find them in those little boxes so they could track how fast they were moving into the state and killer bees yep. creepy because they creepy they consume stuff. i guess they take over other bees also move them out yeah i don't know so dan cook is uh from west virginia <laughs> he's like <laughs> he's uh, our roving reporter they, the yellow jackets hatch in august and attack go over their nest go over their nest with the lawnmower and they go nuts oh, they yeah do, that's nuts. ground wasp man dude yeah. i'm telling you those are the worst I, I hands down the worst. Wait, turn this thing whole thing around. How did Why did we blow through this news? The weird story of a eleven foot snake eating another eleven foot snake, <laughs> and y- y'all went to like little bugs. Forget was, the little bugs. What is going on with this snake thing? Well, uh, I kind of like an idea of snakes turning on each other and eating each other. That's kind of uh, cool. And, and the whole python thing, I'm telling you, I'm tell- we, as a crew, need to go down to Florida and do that python contest. Where they I don't have like that- snakes, though. I don't like snakes. Well, that's yeah, we'll even a better snakes. reason to go down there. I don't know. You know, we'll Ugh. get him. Have you seen you that? You go into the swamp and wrestle them boogers out. They're bigger than you are. It's 11 foot. Have you have you seen that thing on uh, social media where they have this Siberian bear hunting suit from the 1890s where it has spikes all over it, even on the head? You haven't seen that? Uh-huh. It looks like um, it looks like a, it's got to be a joke. No, it's real. Go go ahead. You Google it, man. Do the I WWs. Am. And then they and I, I think we should get one for Cody for snake hunting. And it's something just like that. They couldn't attack him. Siberian bear suit. Oh, gosh, lost everybody here. And, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You've We've all seen this. Yeah, it's got the spikes everywhere all over the head. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I, all I that. got one of those. Oh, yeah. Oh, See, yeah. I think we ought to get one of those. It's like the Cody. scary, the no, scary gonna, movie suit. Yeah, we're going to get that for Cody for python hunting. And we'll just put that on him. Go out in the Everglades. Can you with imagine? Yeah, but like, then you get it'll get all rusty, and then you get up, stuck out there. <laughs> you get up early like the to man. go bear hunting, and you put this on. <laughs> you uh, you go. You know, you're like, all right, honey, I'm leaving. You know, yeah. go kiss your wife. And like <laughs> she's like, oh god, <laughs> don't uh, hug me. <laughs> so how come you didn't? How come you didn't pick up that uh that whole story about? Pooping in the woods, the five okay. different ways. Okay, okay, oh. all right. This is a child show. Oh, so uh, Nebraska has come up with something that I I want to give them kudos for this because I thought it was really a so with the struggles that we're having around the country, around the world to get 
people in the outdoors hunting and fishing. I love this idea. They came up with these trip planners, and they have different uh, different planners for different regions of the state and different game animals. They have turkey, prairie grouse, quail, pheasant, mule deer, um, and they're these really well-done guides on where to go, what you need there, where you can stay, the seasons, everything you need to hunt publicly for these animals in these areas. And so just a shout-out, Nebraska Game and Parks, if you go to their website um, and and look at the – and click on game planners, trip planners – it's a great tool. And, and, and it's a really a cool state if you haven't been to Nebraska. I know it probably doesn't come up on your top ten list of coolest <laughs> places to go, but Nebraska, cool state. It's I like what so they're doing, and they do love the outdoors. There's and, some love for the and outdoors. And they're, and they're I, I just, I'm just really, I think if every state did something like this, It'd be a positive move. This is a this is a good thing. I'm I'm checking yes on okay. these. I'll t- I'll tell you what else I check yes on. McBride's Guns with the Way Society is pounding on our rights to own guns. It's imperative we support our local gun shops, the ones we trust with our rights. McBride's Guns. McBride's Guns has a gunsmith on staff to help you adjust, repair, modify your firearms. You'll find McBride's in the same place it's been for years, right there at the corner of 30th and Lamar. You can give them a call, 512-472-3532, or check them out online, McBride'sGuns.com. McBride's Guns, your hometown gun shop. Wrap up the segment with your Game Warden Field Notes up next. You get it only in one place right here. Stay tuned, 24-7-365 at TheOutdoorZone.com. Forestdale Wood, and you're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. It's finally here. Today's the day I had a 12.50 yards away. But I got a different kind of hunting on my mind. I got my baby up in my All right, mind. welcome back. Country music on the radio. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Number one outdoor show on radio. Live here. In Austin, Texas, 7 to 9. Sunday mornings, 24-7-365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Excuse me. You're drooling. You're drooling on yourself again. I didn't have any paper towels. I had to use your paper. Austin's hottest new restaurant, Shore Bar and Grill. Our amazing friends at Shore are serving regional coastal cuisine, combining flavors from Texas, Louisiana, and Mexico. They have a fantastic pet-friendly patio that was hopping yesterday. Live music on select nights, open for lunch and dinner every day, and a killer brunch on Saturday and Sunday. Today's the perfect day, perfect day to go over and uh, feast on their brunch. Owners Rick Wahlberg and Jim Schneider invite you to join them at Shore Raw Bar and Grill, located on Highway 71 West at Covered Bridge, just west of the Y in Oak Hill, the Shore Raw Bar and Grill. You can get all the details at ShoreATX.com. ShoreATX.com, the Shore Raw Bar and Grill. Go get your song. Now it's time for this week's Game Warden Field Notes. (laughs) 
These are the stories of the brave and courageous men and women of law enforcement, defenders of the outdoors. These are true Game Warden Field Notes. On January 6th, the Somerville County Game Warden was checking fishermen on Paluxy River and Glen Rose when he noticed two individuals put their fishing poles down and walk away in the opposite direction of the Game Warden. Hmm, that would be the first sign. As he started to approach the individuals, he noticed one of them to start to jog away and duck behind the house. Warren was able to make contact with the other individual who said he did not have a fishing license and his driver's license was in his father's truck. The warden followed the individual to his father's truck to retrieve the license and during the check, the individual was wanted for sexual assault on a child. The warden directed the individual to place his hands on the vehicle, but he refused and started to run away. The warden was able to apprehend the individual without incident. A little a whooping there and during the search of the individual he discovered marijuana and a pipe the other individual was located by somerville county sheriff's department in a vacant lot claiming to be lost and was unable to produce a fishing license cases are pending yeah we uh that's not a not a good start you know and my thought is so um my thought is the um the game wardens aren't just running around checking fishing license i mean this goes it can go south real quick with the kind of people that are out doing that kind of stuff hey i have a question texas game wardens yesterday were out they posted on their facebook page yesterday they were out they checked uh they were checking commercial oyster boats Seven boats were in possession of undersized oysters. All of those were returned to the bay. All of the oysters returned to the bay. So, uh, man, they're doing our part to, to, you know, even watch the commercial fishermen. I couldn't believe that seven boats. Thank God the game wards are out there because, you know, that's putting a putting little the pressure fire on them. On them. Yeah, yeah right. they're not going to. They, they, you can't cheat the system. They posted some about the uh, fins off of uh, the sharks. Oh, yeah, too. there was that big thing that uh, about the. But uh, shark fins. I wanted to tell y'all that I heard a couple while I was out at that uh, Texas youth hunt that we did. I heard you talking about a whether or not it was okay. Um, something about an elk. If you hit an elk and it gets on, on the road or a hog, and y'all were asking about could you grab the meat because it's not a state. Uh, Right. Right, right, right. So we had, I would like him to be our official game warden for the outdoor zone. Uh, but uh, he, w- I was talking to him about it and I said, hey, Blake, since uh, elk are considered exotics in Texas, if someone hit one with an automobile, could the meat be collected? And what about a hog? I know it's not permitted with a deer in Texas, but what about those two? And uh, he said, the answer to both your questions, you want to you wanna try it? You want to? Try to get the answer, or do you want me to just tell you well, what he said? Okay, tell me what he said first. All right, to answer both of your questions, <laughs> exotic... the game warden said, then we'll tell you what we think. Exotics well, I mean, are, I have some thoughts. Our exotics are allowed to be owned. However, anything 
on fence to fence on the highway or road belongs to the state. Yep. And so if you hit an animal, you're not allowed to collect it. That's because what I was going to say. There's no roadways. way that you can clean it or harvest, process it or anything on somebody else's property. It's not your property on the side of the road. Fence to fence is what he's saying. Yeah, right. But if you property. were to do it, if it hit on your property. If you hit it with your car on the road and it bounced over a fence into your property that you happen to own, then not, you could harvest wait, it. Wait, not a deer. Not, not a, a whitetail. Not a whitetail or anything that is regulated. It just ha- You have to hit it hard enough that it flies onto your <laughs> own property. The only well, way it's so I thought that was kind of what an if interesting. It, what if you yeah. hit it, it flew over, landed the in the back of your truck, and, and it, you were just keep on, keep on or going? Or you just hit it and... It just you're a the pressure of, from your going 95 miles an hour keeps it pinned up against the grill guard until you get to the front gate of your ranch, and then you just plow through the straight. That's a long gate. way from Mopac <laughs> to the ranch, but 95 is possible if there's no no cars on the road. Hey, bigger, bigger, better savings, uh, more inventory, and thousands off the new Ram truck. That's the Nile Maxwell Supercenter. They have the deep discounts on everything in their inventory. And the Texas Auto Riders Association Truck of the Year, the Ram 1500, they got stacks of them over there. Better performance, more efficiency, new technology, and more than 100 safety features on the Ram 1500. How about a towing power of 12,500 pounds? That'll get you out to the ranch or pull that boat down to the lake. Uh, You can get all that and more. Their customer first award for excellence. Everything that Nile Maxwell gives you at their supersized selection and savings center. The number one Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram sales leader in Central Texas, the Nile Maxwell Supercenter. It's at 620 and 183 in Austin, or you can visit them online at All right, Hour one is done for the Outdoor Zone. Uh, thank you for hanging out with us. Thank you for bearing through it. The fog is setting in over Central Texas. Holy smokes. A little bit of rain last night, but I guess that cool weather now followed by this warm weather. Carry the one divide by two from Mexico. Now it's uh, that's not dust from Mexico. Yeah, that is. that is fog. Nope. Uh, man, eight o'clock almost, and uh, we got a whole another hour. Stick around. You catch it twenty four seven three sixty five at theoutdoorzone.com.